Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris, and today on the Rock Metal Podcast, we have Holestios, and they have a, a new album called Your Pain Tastes Good, which was released just at the end of 2020 in December. Right now, I'm being joined by Henry and Stelios to share some more information about this release and what the boys have got going on. So, Henry's Stelios, thank you for coming on to the show. John, thank you for accepting us. Yeah. yeah, appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, I mean, with artwork like that, you know, girl wrapped up in a, is that a snake? What is going on in this artwork? Let's start there. Let's start with the artwork for the album. What's going on here? Right. So uh, the, the basic of the idea is uh, deeply mythological and uh, somewhere in the um, Middle Eastern area uh, where the Christianity legends sort of cross-check with these and, and some stuff from Egyptian mythology as well. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, um, the idea was to sort of combine ancient technology uh Stuff that's been um, mentioned, you know, in uh, quite a, quite a number of uh, different legends and you know scrolls and stuff, um, to our modern understanding of how it may have looked, you know, and uh, yeah, well, we just wrapped it up with the. It was a sort of teamwork, uh, team voting, you know, whether it's going to be male or female, <laughs> and. and, and <laughs> There you are. And there we are. Well, that's interesting. You guys could maybe do like a remix album or an alternative release, you know, that has a big, strong, uh, greased up, bare chested guy on it or something. And Uh, you never know. It might be second album, you know, the the case of second album, you know, we're going to we're going to explore the the. The feminine side is explored, and now we're going to, you know, the muscular one. So we'll see about that. Why not? <laughs> Beautiful. Okay. Now, you mentioned that there was some, if I understood correctly, Egyptian mythology, and especially where it crosses with uh, Christian mythology. So basically, a lot of these stories that we hear about Jesus, and if you go far enough back, it turns out that we've already heard these stories before, uh, that the Egyptians had them, and more than likely, if we can find documentation going further back, it just, a lot of these stories have been existing for a while. Um was there any stories in particular that you were looking for? Is there an overall theme to the album? Um, it, it's not like we were looking for a particular theme. It's just as you go through the whole subject of ancient mythologies, you know, yeah. you come across with certain points. Like across the globe, basically, we've got a uh, uh, few categories. You could put them like in categories, you know. There's a big myth of great floods, you know, in Mesoamerica, in ancient Egypt, in Sumeria, which is Mesopotamia and all that, yeah. even in Asia and, you know, so on and so forth. Uh, same thing with the, uh, there's, say, in ancient Greek mythology, you've got a Prometheus who brings, who comes down from the Mount of uh, Olympus and brings fire to people. He, he gives them knowledge and things like such, and they love him for that, you know. Turns out the rest of gods aren't actually that, you know, they don't really see human as a, you know, like we, we would like them to see us. Yeah. Uh, let's put it that way. And, um, yeah, um, I'm sort of been discovering more stuff about Middle Eastern mythologies like Ebla archives and 
Ugarit uh, archive and mm -hmm. Egyptian as well. And um, pretty much same story we receive over there as well. There is this guy who's been sort of more kind than others. He's still not massively. I mean, he would still kill if, if they were disobedient. And there's a lot of stuff like that, you know. But however, he's been given knowledge and, you know, so therefore a little better than others. And so yeah, that was that was a that was pretty interesting part of it. Um, yeah, and there's there's more about it actually involved in Black Storm and Return to Balbic songs as well. Yeah, actually, I was going to ask. Um, we can get into Black Storm in a second, but one of the things that I recognized was that root word ball, um, because that that shows up a lot in scripture, especially in the Old Testament. Um, is I believe an idol that people would worship. <clears throat> well, uh, if you go, well, you've got three main, what's called Abramaic, Ab <laughs> excuse my pronunciation, um, religions, that's Judaism, Christianity, and uh, Islam. Mm -hmm. And uh, there are a lot of stories, you know, uh, that cross-check between them. And, uh, and and then they go deeper in, in more ancient stuff. And, and you can actually realize that these stories being taken from more ancient stuff to, to create Islam and Christianity and Judaism. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, sorry, what was the, the general question? What was that? <laughs> I was just noticing uh, that, that Baal, I think that's how you say it, or Baal. Usually, Baal when yeah. I, yeah, usually when I see it, there's a, a, an apostrophe between the two A's. So I don't know if I say it Baal or Baal. Um, but return to Ball Beck. So I guess maybe take us through these two tracks that you had mentioned with Blackstorm and return to Ball Beck, where we see a lot of this uh, mythology. If you could uh, take us through them. Um, right. So I guess, the well, shall we start with the return to Ball Beck song? Sure. Uh, it, it just came to me. Um, I've visited an actual place called Ball Beck, which is in Lebanon, which is like sort of, early Middle East. Mm -hmm. uh, it's about 30 miles away from Syria border, actually, just through mountains you can probably see it or something, you know. Yeah. Um, the reason about Baalbek is there's a lot of archaeology going on in there as the biggest, largest, you know, the, there are these uh, massive megalithic rocks called uh, trilitons. The, the weight of them is uh, something like over a thousand tons each, you know, they stitched together. I was actually there myself, you know, I've got some, you know, I've been there, you know, spent some time in there and just, just checked out, checked over all the rocks and everything. And um, the funny part about, um, as you said, the Baal and Baalbek, um, uh, I mean, you know, this archaeological site is a physical evidence um of something that was in, in a great uh, ancient time back, you know, something was there. And uh, then we got these mythologies. Uh, if, if you just go from one side, just from mythological side, you know, it's always easy to say, yeah, but these just legends, people make stuff up. And, you know, as time goes, you know, God knows what else can there be and stuff like that. <clears throat> but when you see these things in... in reality like uh, in physical reality when you can see really massive blocks of stones and and the the the, the way they are actually put together is incredible precision you know even today we would uh, most likely have massive massive you know challenge to do something like this 
so, so yeah, it kind of begs the question what was happening over there. So you sooner or later start to dig deeper, you know, and, and see see what else is there to offer from those legends and, you know, things like that. So that's pretty much what it is. We just keep looking through things, trying to keep open mind. And, uh, yeah, uh, one thing's for sure, you know, the old testimony is a, is an assembly of uh, uh, things, uh, stories that existed already, you know, probably pretty good time before the old testimony was even created or even thought to be created, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm on the Wikipedia page right now for Baalbek. Um, I've been to that area on the Israeli side, so I could see from uh, the mountains. I'll put it in quotes. I know Israelis think that they're mountains, but they're kind of more like hills. Um, Yeah. (laughs) But coming from Canada, where we have the Rocky Mountains, it's like, sure. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But been, been to that high point where, like, you look one direction, you can see Syria. You look the other direction, you can see Lebanon. Um, and then, yeah, on Wikipedia page, there's a picture of a guy standing on top of a really large stone. And in my head, that's you. Like they took this picture of you while you were there and now it's on Wikipedia. So that's, oh, you can actually see it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. All the, uh, all the, there's tons of, tons of pictures here on, um, at least on the Wikipedia page, uh, Corinthian stuff, uh, some mosques and, uh, a Baalbek temple complex. Well, it's it's funny. The the thing about this is funny. Um, at the actual site, there is a little sign that uh, states that the whole site is at least nine thousand years old. Mm-hmm. The trick about it, if you do like Wikipedia research, it tells you that Romans built it. But uh, like, there are these two sort of movements. We can call them movements here. We can call them traditional um, historical you know, theory historians. And then we have these alternative history people, you know, like Graham Hancock and uh, um, John West, you know, the the guy who spent over 40 or 50 years uh, at Egypt, you know, and and, uh, suggested even back in 60s, 70s things that was completely, you know, turned down. But now... In today, you know, they were actually widely accepted. So, yeah, I think it, it kind of there's a it's a good reason to listen to everybody, even even some craziest ideas. You know, sometimes they turn out to be truth. You never know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like aliens, Henry's like aliens. Um, <laughs> just see what it is. It doesn't really have to be aliens. If you think about it, what if it was? Uh, I mean, if you look at it, uh U.S. military released uh, a couple of years ago the statement that we have encountered something out of this world, and that's a technology we're talking about. They Mm -hmm. didn't talk about some flying rock or something. So, I mean, you know, I think we are in an interesting time currently, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Now, something else that we have here is a playthrough video for the track Sacrifice. So I guess my question is, out of all the tracks on the album, why a playthrough for Sacrifice? What was the reason we did it for Sacrifice? (laughs) I don't know. I think we just liked the, the song and the vibe of the song, and we just give it a try and, yeah. 
Yeah, it was probably one of ideas as well. Uh, we've released as a as a first single, Sacrifice yeah, as well, exactly. and that was probably to honor, uh, you know, just to honor Sacrifice. But yeah, there's a personal. I think it's a great, you know, track, and uh, just had to go for the first one. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I like the guitars. The guitars look nice. Can you take us through the guitars for all the gearheads that are watching? Sorry. The guitars look nice. Can you take us through the guitars for the gearheads that are watching? Oh, right. Sure. Um, the brand of my guitar. Yeah, right? what are you playing? So, what guitar? <laughs> this model I have is um, a lag guitar. It's uh, made in France. I think uh, the factory is, is not like producing anymore this kind of models. So yeah, I'm using this guitar and mostly I'm using um, MXR pedals and uh, Marshall uh, amps. And what about you? Yeah, I'm I'm a massive fan of EMG, you know, pickups. So uh, one of one of my old guitars is a old SG custom sort of complete restrip remake, you know, and it's got EMGs in. And uh, and and the black one I've got on sacrifice playthrough video is a um, ESP limited deluxe uh, model. Uh, absolutely love it. You know, it's also again EMGs inside, so something familiar for me. I've been playing through years, and you know, absolutely enjoy it. Uh-huh. It looks like the drum kit's mic'd up. Is this from the studio when the drums were recorded? Um, yeah, it must have been, uh, it must have been because, uh, w- we've done it. The drum actual recording was, uh, three, three days, you know, three separate days, three full days. And, um, it must have been some, uh, from, from the actual recording. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple of mics in the snare, at least, at least on the top. And then, oh yeah. I mean, you know, you know what the demands of modern metal music are, you know, the, you, you've got if you haven't got thirty two mics on your drums, you know you're nobody. <laughs> yeah, 30, 32 mics and then seven samples on each drum. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> cool. All right. Is there anything that I missed? Why is the record called "Your Pain Tastes Good"? Does that have something to do with the mythology? Um. Right. So where we go with this? Uh, it's not just pure mythology in, in album lyrics. Uh, there's there's also, also, I'm trying to sort of connect with the contemporary, you know, mm-hmm. uh, social lifestyle where we are and what we think, what we want to be and, you know, sort of just traditional questions, you know, who we are, where we come from and all that sort of thing. And, um, yeah, um, by the time when we were recording Your Painter is Good, the title song, um, it just really seemed so appropriate, you know, mm-hmm. with with everything else involved, you know, it just seemed, the, you know, that's it, you know, this is the thing. Okay, beautiful. Did I miss anything you guys wanted to chat about? Um, man, I could talk about ancient mythologies and archaeology around the world for hours, you know, you, even though we are... Plus seven hours here, I believe. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, about that. in Canada, what's it like? Like four, four in the afternoon now, or something like that. Uh close. If you, if I were further east, but I'm further west, so it's two thirty here. Right, two thirty. Excellent. You just had lunch, right? 
<coughs> it's it, uh, it's half nine here in the evening, you know. So, but I guarantee you that if we go into that chat, you'll be the first one to fall asleep. <laughs> okay. Beautiful. Well, boys, we chatted about Black Storm, Return to Balbec, Your Pain Tastes Good, the album. We chatted about the playthrough video for Sacrifice, um, the concepts that are going into Your Pain Tastes Good, even the artwork. So that concludes my questions, boys. So unless there's anything else, I just wanted to thank you for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast. Yeah, absolutely, thank John. Us. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. And uh, thank you. Okay. <laughs>